Welcome to the Plan Simple Podcast. I am your host, Mia Moran. Moms have the power to change the future, but not if we're stressed out and exhausted. Looking at food, lifestyle, spirituality, and work, the Plan Simple Podcast is for busy moms who want to create a healthier and happier future. Listen in for inspirational conversations and valuable strategies to plan for your best life. Hey, you guys, welcome to this episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. I am so excited to introduce you to our guest today. She's my friend, Denise Costello. This woman is amazing. I love her journey because she started off as a nurse and then found her way to the other side of wellness and has done everything from teaching people how to eat better when her kids were first born. Now her kids are in high school and she's starting to teach yoga and movement. She's an amazing, amazing person. I met her at an event she hosted last year and she owns in my area, in the Boston area, the Chrysalis Center for Meditation and Wellness, which was a physical space and is now offering amazing wellness practices to people online. So I'm super excited to dive deep with her. The thing I love about this chat is that I actually see Denise kind of often these days. I'll tell you why in a sec. And so it's really fun to be able to dive deep with someone who I know pretty well. So after this event that I met Denise at last year, we got to talking and Vanessa, who's her business partner, who you will meet in next week's podcast episode, um, and I are co-hosting their next version of their event. So basically they invited me in to help them launch the next the next version of Solopreneur, which is the name of their event. And Soul is not S-O-L-O, it's spelled Soul, S-O-U-L. So it's for entrepreneurs, women entrepreneurs who want to integrate more soul into their business. And you guys, this event they put on is amazing. And I'm so excited to be a part of it this time. And it's happening in just two, oh, not two, I'm lying, four short weeks. So it's at the big, the first week of May. So I'm so, so, so excited. I want you guys, if you live in New England or in the Boston area I would, and you're an entrepreneur, I would love you to check it out. It's also a time that I get to debut my new talk about planning, which is coming out at the same time that the Flow Planner finally arrives from China. So there's nothing small about this event. I'm so excited that it's happening. There is something small. We're keeping it kind of intimate. So first come, first serve. The link of how to get in on that day, which is May 2nd, is in the show notes to this episode. It's called Solopreneur. Or you could just simply email Mia at plansimplemeals.com and I will get you all the information you need. I think there's like one or two at the point of I'm recording this early bird spots left. Um, and then there's a couple more seats left. And I would love to see people from this tribe there. And you not guys know me if you're a listener on this podcast. And now you will get to know Denise. So without further ado... Let's welcome Denise to the show. Hello, Denise. Welcome to the Plan Simple Podcast. Hi, Mia. Oh my gosh, this is so fun. I'm so <laughs> Thank excited you. to have you here. Um, it's funny, I've been interviewing a lot. You know, one of my strategies in life for balancing just work and kids and getting to yoga and all those things is to batch things. 
-hmm. when I can. So I've been batching interviews and I've been interviewing wonderful people around spirituality. I think feel like most has been like the pull for the past week. So I'm very excited to have somebody to talk food with um, right now, which is you. (laughs) Yeah. Tell us a little bit. Tell us a little bit about, I mean, and we're going to get into more than food because I feel like Denise does so much more than food at this point. You've mm-hmm. sort of actually gotten your way out of that, but you did a, such a beautiful job of um, raising healthy kids. So will you tell me a little bit your backstory and how you even got to the point that you knew that food was important as you were raising your kids? Sure. So, um, well, my background was in nursing and I got a master's in exercise physics because I wanted to get into more of health promotion and do corporate wellness because I realized I wanted to help people stay out of the hospital. And, um, and so I, I did that. And then, you know, when you have your children, it really raises a notch in, you know, what you do in life. So even though I lived a very healthy lifestyle, I integrated you know, exercise, movement, loved to cook, loved eating healthy, all that bit. But it wasn't until um, I had twins or my firstborn and um, they're sitting in a high chair. They're like, I don't know, nine months old. And I'm listening to the radio and NPR is on and they're talking about this, this study about cancer. And prior to that, I had um, run the breast care center in Winchester. So cancer to me, I saw the devastation and what it can do to families and people. So I perked up when they were talking about the study of cancer. And what they said is by the time my children, my little babies that I'm looking at in those high chairs turned 18, that one in six people would have cancer. And it just stopped me in my tracks at that moment. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm looking at my precious children. And I was like, I've got to do something not just to eat healthy, but to protect them, you know, as best as I could. What could I do for my family to protect them, to lower the risk? I mean, we don't know. I mean, cancer is kind of a loose cannon, but there's definitely things that you can do to boost your immune system, um, you know, to fuel, you know, your body. And I knew that really the first line of defense for me was what I fed them. And, um, and at the time too, my husband was, um, you know, we had our kids late, so he was approaching 40 and all the peers, you know, our peers were like starting to take cholesterol medication and, and all of that. So, you know, as a mother, unfortunately, you know, we really bear a very heavy load because it doesn't matter if we're the breadwinner or not, we're still responsible for, you know, feeding our family. Um, managing the healthcare, um, protecting them, you know, that's like our role. So I I knew I I had to think the role can be reversed, but I feel like it's our instinct no matter what, right? Like, so people, I feel like people are moving in the direction where people are partnering. But what I find is that even when we partner, like we can't, we can't suppress that instinct that we have as moms. It's just like literally built into us. So it's, it's great to have equal or partnerships, but it's, yeah. There's just parts, things that we worry about that our spouses like literally just don't. Right. It, it not wired we, we were made that way. God created us that way. You know, I yeah. firmly believe that. And um, yeah, yeah, great love having our husbands, you know, that they're more involved with this. But at the end of the day, you know, we just, we have that. You know, it's, it's, it's part of our DNA. We were created. You know, somebody has to do it, you know, take that responsibility. So, um, 
so yeah, so I just started studying whatever I could get my hands on on integrative medicine and it was studied like Dr. Oops, Denise, all of a sudden you're I can't hear you. You want me just to start with um so what I started to do was studying Dr. Andrew Weil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. Go. So what I started to do is I just really dug in and started to um, study Dr. Inderweil. Um, he was really one of the beginners in integrative medicine, like how to um, approach your health, like your, what you're eating, you know, what you're doing, uh, meditating and exercise. That was really my first introduction. I'm thinking about it to meditation. And um, in addition to him, Dr. Lupton, uh, Frank Lupton, and um, you know, some, some other, you know, physicians. And I really just started reading material, trying recipes, um, just trying to figure out, you know, how to incorporate all this in my life. And I found, you know what, it was very doable. You know, it was very, it was something that you could do. And so I'm a, I'm a sharer of information, and, and um, so I would gather moms, you know, they would come over with their kids, over to my house, I'd make some food, and I'd give them the recipes, and, and it was really great, because we were all um, kind of helping each other out, and um, we'd have little dance parties with the kids, and pass along information, um, you know, like, who's a great plumber, you know, all these things that women need, you know, to help each other out. And, um, and so, and this was before Facebook and everything. And, uh, it was, it was really wonderful. And so when I moved to Boston, I was like, you know, I want to continue helping moms out or families out. And that's why I started my business, the energized body. And it was, you know, to, um, you know, bring it, bring them back into the kitchen and to, and to show them that you don't have to be like June Cleaver, like preparing every little thing from scratch and you don't have to be perfect. And there's shortcuts and ways to do all this to make it manageable in our, you know, busy, crazy world. And yeah, yeah. I mean, and it was like, I was walking proof that it could be done. I mean, I was a mom who had twins also adopted my youngest, um, from Russia when she was two and a half. My husband was in the Navy, um, and was, um, he was in the Navy Reserves, and at the time I was, you know, going through the adoption process, moving everything, uh, he was gone. <laughs> you know, he was like gone. So I was like really operating a lot as a single mom, and, and you know, here it is, flash forward, my kids are now soon to be 21, and everybody's healthy, we're happy. Um, my, not, neither one of us are on any medications at all um and we have a beautiful we have a beautiful life we don't miss out on anything you know and and I, yeah. do you feel and are do they still all well first of all i just want to point out to people listening like i feel like part of what you did was finding the joy in a task that sometimes we might dread like those moments mm -hmm. right so you found yeah. a way to connect with people and to do it together and to have fun with it and be interested yeah. in it, which i think is so important yeah because um, sometimes when people are like super overwhelmed 
like all it is, is just being like, well, what if you thought about it this way? You know, like how yeah. can I think about this differently? Um, because it's just something that has to be done. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And it was fun. You know, yeah. it was, it was so much fun. We had, you know, a sort of gourmet dinner club, you know, all this stuff. It was a blast, you know? And, um, and it was, just, and do your kids still appreciate and love and crave all that good food? They do. <laughs> I think they really going to college. Um, really, they really appreciate it, especially now that they've lived off campus mm -hmm. and it's the little things like, they're like, Oh mom, I get it now. Why it drove you crazy um, when we would leave our dishes on the counter and not put them in the dishwasher when it was even empty, you know, like we get that, you know, and um, they, because I had them in the kitchen with me at a very young age and um, I got them involved. And that was one of the things that I was a proponent of um, because kids, you know, need to be able to, prepare the food themselves, right? If they're going to be able to eat right. And now that they are at school, they're the ones, you know, their friends will go to, they're like, wow, you know, can you make me something? You know, they're, they're comfortable um, in the kitchen. Um, but it, it's really cute. I got a call from my daughter. Um, thank goodness for Facebook and stuff. Cause I just post like I'm in the kitchen. I said, and I love Trader Joe's because it's, it's a easy place to get around. They got great you know, products at reasonable prices. Um, and so what I'm, you know, I have kind of what I call my trifecta of, of a recipe is, is something really nutritious, you know, not just marginal, but it's, it's got superfood in it. It's easy to prepare and it tastes amazing, you know, and it's something that everybody kind of likes. So when I have a recipe like that, I'm like, yeah, great. So I'll snap a picture and I'll send it to the kids, you know, with the ingredients around it. And so they love, you know, they love that. It's very helpful to them. Like, and um, so my daughter was on her way to Trader Joe's and she's like, mom, what should we get? I'm like, oh, I don't know. So I just like went in my freezer, pulled out all my little, you know, my stuff and just snap pictures. And then she had like her little visible list, you know, to take with her I love to the grocery store. And she was like, you know, texted me back, thank you so much, this is so great. And what's so funny now, because of social media, her friends are following, you know, they're like, we love your mom, she's so helpful, you know, what is she making? <laughs> and, and, you know, if you, food is such a, a, a connector and it brings people together, I think that's the other thing I love about it, um, you know, came from a big Irish Catholic family and you know we had a lot of gatherings and um so I love having people around my table is makes me the happiest person alive and um and so if you are the one preparing the food like when her friends are like hey I'll cook some dinner for you guys like come on over and you get to hear and you know you get to be part of their lives and so now when they do come back from college um, that my, our house is the place, you know, where they gather and, and they, yeah. um, yeah, it's, it's really, it's fun. It's been great. And, and I even kind of did little, when they were in high school, mini, um, um, I don't want to call it cleanses, but just little mini boot campy food, boot campy things with them, you know, to prepare them going to college that's, or just whatever that's yeah. fun and the 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 interesting thing is is i think 
I hear a lot, like the reason people don't want to change, uh, a lot of people find it's hard, but, and we're going to give them some easy strategies in a sec. But mm -hmm. also I think people don't want to fight what they think everyone else thinks is normal. Exactly. And I have the same experience that you're experiencing. You're, that you're explaining that I think it actually has a lot more to do with the energy behind the person making the food or something maybe or maybe we just make good food I don't know but my kids friends always ask my kids what they're eating they're never like shunned for it no one's ever asking like where the pizza is or like you know where mm -hmm. the gluten is you know like because we have to keep it gluten-free here mm -hmm. and and nobody like people don't care people ask me all the time for this recipe for this cake i made which isn't even my recipe it's from the sp spunky coconut and mm -hmm. it's made with beans eggs and coconut flour and it's like the most moist delicious vanilla cake ever i and want that recipe asks. yeah it's <laughs> so good and it's like there's nothing bad in it like you yeah. know there's literally nothing bad in it and everyone's always like are you gonna make that cake miss moran are you gonna make that mm -hmm. cake yeah oh, and yeah. so it's i think it's like if this really is a grassroots movement to change our our healthcare system then we as parents really have to embrace the fact that like the fast food nation way isn't working and mm -hmm. that we're not making our kids uncool or giving them some disadvantage by by not going with the flow of what we think kids are supposed to eat because that was just some random decision that isn't healthy. No, it isn't. And they, like you said, they want it. They want yeah. it. You know, like her, um, like I'll, I'll get a text from her friends, you know, because um, my, then my daughter's vegan. And so I'm like, okay, now I got to, you know, um, let's tweak this you know, here. And, um, it was really, <laughs> sometimes it was like a challenge because somebody's vegan, somebody's, you know, this, somebody's that, but cooking vegan was easy because everybody could eat that, you know, and if I yeah. kept it gluten-free, then everybody was eating it. So they loved coming here because they loved knowing that they could eat this food that they know would be right. safe for them and healthy for right. them. Right. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Awesome. And they help each other out. And that was one of the other mothers who said is like, you know, this is so great. You know, um, our daughters are teaching, making us healthier, you know, because they are wanting to eat vegan. It's like pushing us to try these things. And so it is, it's like, like a family grassroots thing. I love it. It's, it's yeah, it's cool. Mm -hmm. All right. So when we were getting on, you were putting something into the crock pot, which is really funny because I know that everyone's going to be shocked that I've never used a crock pot. I'm a little obsessed with the new thing, the instant pot, but I'm scared to get it. My obsession is a pressure cooker. So I use a pressure cooker probably daily, but I don't, I've never used a crock pot. Well, so you know what? I mean, that is a surprise. I, I am shocked. But I, I understand if you're using a pressure cooker, then, you know, you're, you're kind of doing the same thing a little bit. Yeah. You know? Except I, I can't really leave it, you, but it's fast. You can't leave it, but it's fast. So yeah, it's almost like you need both, you know, because if you, I think that's what the instant pot is. I don't know if yeah. you've seen that yet, but I, 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 I have seen it. I have seen it and I've been curious to get it because there are times I'm like, shoot, I missed my window for my crock pot. You know, um, I needed to go four hours ahead and I just, you know, thought about doing this. And so I'm, I am very interested in the Instapot, um, but I, I don't like a lot of appliances. I, I have, 
very, very few appliances. And um, so I'm kind of like stuck with the crock pot, but I am very curious. I think I will, you know, take a gander of that. But um, yeah, so I'm doing, it's a new recipe. I'm trying um, some curried lentils. So it's Friday and, you know, I observe Lent and, um, you know, just abstain. And your kid's vegan anyway. <laughs> right. And I, we really, we eat more plant-based anyway. I mean, we eat yeah. very, very, not a lot of meat anyway. And so that's kind of, we kind of flow with this um, as a whole, but yeah, it's great. You just dump everything in and there's no like sauteing of onions or anything. The, the thing I was a little bit bummed about is usually... Um, I always have a bag of frozen chopped onions in my freezer. Really? Uh, always. Always. Like you've chopped or? Already bought? chopped. You get them from Stop and Shop. You don't even, it's really inex inexpensive. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of, sometimes that's the barrier for people, you know, like, oh, I don't want to chop those onions, you know, they're like, yeah. pick up. And if you're making a soup or like something in the crock pot or, you know, where you don't need that, that fresh stir fry, they're perfect. They're absolutely perfect. Interesting. Uh, yeah. And so this recipe literally came together in 10 minutes because I had two key things that were in my freezer, um, the chopped onions, which I, I didn't have enough. So I ended up having to chop an onion, which I was like, Meh. um, and then I have this other thing with these are like little frozen cubes of ginger um, mm -hmm. and garlic and different things like that. I had some ginger, but not quite enough. So I had my little backup, you know, frozen ginger. So pop, 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 throw them in there. And are you um, making frozen ginger ginger cubes or, or no? You, you you can buy them, and Trader Joe ha has them. Stop and shop. It looks like a little mini ice cube tray. Um, it's do rot d-o-r-o-t and okay. they have um basil garlic um and ginger and because you know oh. basil turns brown really quick yeah <laughs> it's a, if it's not the summer it's a drag you know it's hard to keep that basil going so um yeah. i will i'll do that and then i i throw my basil in my smoothie <laughs> my, my 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 black basil <laughs> goes in yeah yeah. Cool. All yeah. right. So that inspires me to go look up some vegan. Yeah. I actually recently learned, and I don't know if this exists in other people's towns, but in the town where I live, you can check out a dehydrator or a crock pot or an Instapot from the library. No way. Yeah, isn't that cool? So everyone needs to go check their library to see if that exists. And if not, oh, maybe. Oh, my gosh. You live not so far. So you could probably do it. I could. I could probably yeah. do that. That's so funny. <laughs> of course, Arlington would do that. Yeah. Yes. That that just is just for those. That's so cool. <laughs> right. So let's go in. Let's let's move on a little bit. So so and you worked all while this food was happening because that that was yeah. The do you in the hospital? I, yeah, I hear. Um, are you okay now? Because I heard like a lot of jumbling. Uh, really? Yeah, I don't know if it's my. Um, I just hope you're not getting a back feed. No, I don't hear anything. Okay, it must be my headset. Okay, I'm better now. Um, I must be your hearing going against the headset. Ooh, maybe that's it. Let me pull them off because when you were speaking, I I couldn't even understand you. Hold on. 
It's so strange because it was fine before. Um, I hear you. I hear you. Really, which is what is from. Um, we'll be recording. Yeah. Hold on a minute. It's weird. Okay, earrings are off. Everything was just peachy keen before. Okay. Is that better? Hmm. Do you want to call back in? I think I'm going to call back in because okay. when you're talking, it's, I, I was not working when I was here the second. All right. So that whole time that you were feeding your kids amazing food and they were loving it. Did you ever, when you moved from your first location, did you, did you ever gather? It, well, it sounds like you did. You gathered a group of kids, but did you ever have that same support with parents? Um, I was, not so much. I was more on the other end, you know, yeah. because I was the one teaching everyone else. So in right. a sense, it was support because we were like a little mini tribe. And, you know, um, I encouraged like people to share their recipes or share their tips, you know, um, with each other, you know, what didn't all have to come from me. So, yeah, I mean, in a sense, it was, um, but but that by that point it had become your business. You had shifted exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah, I had shifted it to that. Mm -hmm. And so, is there anything like like what what was your what what's your biggest tip for people who just feel like it feels hard like every day at dinner? Like, what was your strategy besides diced onions and herbs, which I love, to mm -hmm. make it feel easier? Music. <laughs> oh that's a good one oh yeah I immediately when I come in I I really you know I I, I set my kitchen up I set the stage up in a sense to make it an enjoyable um, experience and to transition from like work into now I get to create and I get to prepare this meal for my family which is probably the most important thing I'm doing you know that day and so I get my sitch going I get my music on and make a cup tea I light a candle um you know I just kind of create a mood in there and um and I really believe that that good energy comes through into your food I firmly believe that and I've started now um you know we used to always we pray over our food when we're sitting down at the table as a family and then I was like well wait a minute why I should be praying on the food before I make it. So I've started now just, I gather all my ingredients and everything. And then I just pray over my food um, before I start making it. You I know? love that. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So I think right. it makes a big difference, you know? Um, just, well, and I love setting the stage, whatever that's like, like putting music or getting quiet. Sometimes like, I feel like there's certain days when it makes sense for the kids to be around and mm -hmm. helping. And then there's certain days when you just need space and we just have to honor that and make that whole food prep time. Oh yeah. The, the yeah. best we can make it. Right. Absolutely. Here's my other tip because when you're talking about your own time, one of my favorite things to do is to cook and prep first thing in the morning before anybody's up and I'm in yeah. the kitchen I got my little cup of tea or maybe a cup of coffee. And again, I got my like my music on, but it's different kind of music. And I prep things, you know, because in the morning your your kitchen's gonna get dirty anyway, right? Because you're getting breakfast together and all that. So 
why not, while you got everything out, just chop up or just do something that you're going to need later. So then when you come home, you just throw it together. Right. And you don't have as much of a mess. And if you had a crock pot, then you would just put it in, right? Put it in the crock pot. That's why I can't believe you don't have one. I know, I know. I have to admit, I had to. So something that's definitely different about us is that I think, if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, that you always loved to cook, right? Like, yeah. The the food part wasn't. So I didn't grow up having that modeled necessarily. Mm-hmm. So I didn't love to. Like I didn't know how to cook. I was scared to death of it because I didn't know how to do it. So when I got into food, it was more about, uh, but by that point it was about the food and I actually had to really learn how to love the process. Got it. Yeah. And that was like, you know, that was really important was how I could love the process. So I think one of the reasons I never got into the crock pot is because I had gotten so clear that I just like, that was my half hour. I was going to be present. I was going to figure out how to do it. I wanted to learn new things. Like it really just became part of Mm-hmm. like what I needed to do every day to make it enjoyable. Right. Right. Well, the, one of the, one of the beauties though, the other bonus um, of the, of the crock pot is walking in the house and having smelling that food. Ooh. So it's, like, it's like, that is so huge. Cause it's like you have, you know, having a me- any meal tastes good in my opinion, if it's made by somebody else, you know, <laughs> cause that's the thing is like, Oh, thank you. You know? And when you walk in, it's like, Oh yeah. Dinner for me, you know, and it just smells so good. And um, I'm over, I'm over that initial thing. So I'm ready. I can do a crock pot. I'm excited. Oh, yeah. Right. And now, now as we're like, I was about to say we're transitioning into spring, but I'm looking out at a whole bunch of snow. So I guess, you know, it's still crock pot season. <laughs> well, you know what? This is the thing. Crock pots are all year round. I use mine a lot in the summer because I don't want to be in the kitchen. Interesting. So you can throw in like, you know, throw maybe some chicken breasts and throw some salsa on top of it and you cook it and then you can shred that and use it for tacos or whatever. Um, but, and your kitchen is hot, you know, so you don't want yeah. to have to turn the oven on or whatever. So the crock pot is really nice, you know, on the, in those months that you, usually don't associate a crock pot you know because it's a keeping you out of the kitchen thing you know and it keeps the kitchen cool interesting so it doesn't get hot no Mm -mm. oh interesting unlike and this is us did you do you see this is us where the crock pot blew up and burned the house down no i did not see that but i've heard a lot of people give me that face a lot with the pressure cooker yeah, because um, it can get to a scary noise. So, mm-hmm. talking about music, let's like move into the current state of business <laughs> and yeah. Denise, mm-hmm. which I feel like has a lot more to do with body and movement. And where where did that where does that where did that come into play? Like, when did that become an important part of your daily routine? I mean, it's clearly now sounds like it always has been, but yeah, it it really has always been. And, um, I've always, you know, every day I do something physical movement. Um, I, it's changed over the years, you know, it's gone from running and weight training to spinning to, you know, now I'm bone on bone on my knee. Now it's yoga. Um, and you know, dance, I've always loved music and dancing, but I never did it formally or anything, just doing it in the kitchen. Um, and then last year um, at our solopreneur event, which is um, something that uh, my business partner Vanessa and I put on through our business Chrysalis, which was 
bringing together female entrepreneurs, which you were at. That's how we met. Exciting. Mm -hmm. um, and giving them business skills, but also giving them um, some self-care, yoga, meditation, those important things that you need, you know, to keep yourself um, in line so you can be a good entrepreneur, right? So Tony Bergens was there um, as the kind of the closer of our event and did Journey Dance. And Journey Dance um, is an amazing transformative practice. It's more than just dancing to music. Uh, the women in the, the, you know, in the event were just pure, really touched, you know, because um, it Have really you never done it before then? No. Mm -mm. Oh, I had no idea. I thought she came because you had already been trained. Well, no, I didn't. Oh, That's interesting. What me to get trained. So Vanessa had experienced her at Kripalu. Right, which is where I had. That's where you had. And she goes, we got to have this girl, Tony. Um, at the end of dance, I said, hey, I'm all for dancing. Great. You know, fantastic. And I just never, you know, and I think being the healthcare provider I am, I'm, I'm focused on therapeutic models and mm -hmm. the things that help you. And I really saw the practice um, therapeutic because it gets you out of your head, gets you out of that stress cycle, and it gets you into your body. So you're kind of zoned out and you're able to really kind of go within deep, you know, and be in that quiet space and um, close your eyes and let your body just move. You know, you're moving to the music in, in your own way and what you need at that moment and what's going to get you quiet and just kind of to tap into your kind of your inner, you know, your inner soul, your inner purpose or, or whatever your, maybe your sadness, you know, maybe there's something, you know, you think of music that kind of can stir certain emotions in you. So this practice really stirred emotions in you happy sad whatever um you know and in the end i mean there were people hugging and crying and you know just happy and yeah great. well and for anyone listening i am like the shyest dancer ever like ever yeah. like that is not a place that my body has felt comfortable in the past mm -hmm. and it's funny because i landed at Kripalu on my 40th birthday so that was you know almost three years ago oh my god i'm almost 43 um <laughs> three years ago and I this woman Tony was doing the Saturday class and you know every bone or every bit of my brain was like Mia don't go to that and every bit of my body was like you got to go to that so I went and it's amazing so yeah it sounds like crazy but it really was like I don't think I've ever been that present in my life mm -hmm. like you're just very present to like where you are so yeah. So it sounds like movement and sort of spirit-based movements, although running and cycling probably like, so you've moved into more spirit-based movement, but movement yeah. has always played an important role. Yeah. So, and how do you, how do you make time for that? Well, the interesting thing is um, first you, you make it a priority, you know, in your head. All right. And you plan it, you know, like yeah. you, you need to plan it. And for me, what I found is that when you're exercising, you sleep really well, and I wake up early. So for I do it in the morning because there's nobody who can take it away from me. You know, it's like at that time of the day when it's your own private time. So it's really it's up to you. 
because you don't have the barriers. Um, so I wake up in the morning, I do my prayers and my meditation, and then I am out the door um, and I do some kind of physical practice about an hour tops, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I keep it. That's all you really need. And then, you know, come back have your breakfast and you know, you're moving on with the rest of the day. Now, sometimes if it's, um, if it something comes up and you are able to do it in the morning, um, I'll switch it up. Maybe I'll take a walk or I'll do something else, but I'll, you know, always try to do something. Um, but that being said, I'm not so rigid, like, oh my God, I missed it that day and I'm going to yeah. fall apart. No, you know, like mm-hmm. life is life and you got to move on. Um, but, Honestly. you know, if it's 80% of the time, um, you know, you're doing the right thing, then you're going to stay yeah. good. I know? love that. I yeah. love that. It's so true. And I think we do have to be forgiving of ourselves. And I think there is something magic to first thing in the morning, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, the, what was the, the, I think there's a quote of eat the frog, not that exercise is bad, but eat the frog first thing. Is that what the quote is? I forget. I don't know. It's some mm-hmm. famous literary quote. Um, so let's see. I think, I think we're pretty good. Uh, everybody who wants to get a hold of Denise is the best way through, will be through the Chrysalis website, which we'll put in the show notes. Yeah. And then I'm super excited because I have um, partnered with Denise and Vanessa to do Solopreneur this year. So you guys will hear a lot more about it if you're on our email list, but definitely if you're an entrepreneur and a mom and somebody who's drawn toward movement, you should definitely check it out because Denise and Vanessa are amazing and I'm so humbled and excited to be joining them for this solopreneur, which is coming up this spring, the first pop-up version of it. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. we're so, so fun. Yes. We're, we're just, loving that you're with us and you know what you're going to offer is going to be so wonderful for people to walk away with and we're all going to be good you know we're going to we're going to feel good we're going to be working at our highest level we're going to be vibed up and we're going to just shine you know we're able to keep that shining and spread it into our community you know this is where it starts right yeah someone just said i forget somebody was talking about some nutritional product and they were just like you just have to try it and i kind of feel that that's true about Mm -hmm. exercise and meditation and good food and Mm -hmm. you know even some business practices so anyone who wants to join can come can look that up and that will be in the show notes as well so Denise, the way that I end every podcast is by asking the guest about a meal that made a big impact, either because of the food, the company, or some aha you had while at the table. Oh, boy. Uh, I'm sure there's many for you. (laughs) Oh, boy. Um, (laughs) Food that made an impact on me. Well, I mean, this this sounds kind of silly, but no boiled lasagna noodles (laughs) i i love like the no boil lasagna noodles um made just an impact to me like how it made an impact to me was that the realization that um the importance of having certain things in your pantry where you can put together something quickly and that you don't have to do everything 
you know, the old way or what you think is the right way to do it, you know, like boiling those noodles and laying them out on, you know, paper towel and going through all those makes you mean means that you are a good cook and that you're providing the best thing for your family because you made it absolutely from scratch, scratch, scratch. And that there's different ways, you know, and that you can still feel good, you know, with that. The bottom line is, is just, you know, bringing the family together and eating a, a meal, you know, that came out of your kitchen. And yep. then, mm -hmm. so I don't know if that's what you wanted, but. <laughs> I, love I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So thank you so much. I feel like I could talk for hours because where I, I would have moved. Where I would have moved next is to your coffee table, which I'm kind of obsessed with because Denise is the kind of person where it's like every little nook in her house has a purpose. So there's like a tea stand in the kitchen and like the perfect assortment of books in the living room. And I don't know, last time I was there, it was Christmas. So the mantelpiece was all decked out. So it's, but it's all simple and like well thought of. So it's cool that you have like that, that, that works its way into your days. I love that. Thank you. So thank you so much for being on the podcast. And to everyone listening, I will see you on the next episode. Right. Bye for now. All right, you guys. I always hope that those conversations are as fun to listen to as they are for me to have. I really do hope that you guys will join Denise and I at our event, Solopreneur, which is happening in a month. Again, you can check out the link for that on the show notes page, which you can get at the plansimplemeals.com website, or you can just email Mia at plansimplemeals.com and either I or someone from my team will get back to you right away with the details. I would really love to meet you guys in person if you are an entrepreneur and it sounds really interesting to come to an event where you'll learn some really key business strategies, but also move your body and learn some wellness strategies as well. So at this event, we're going to have yoga, we have meditation, we have some other wellness tools up our sleeve. You're going to get a healthy, delicious lunch. And then on the business side, we have someone coming to teach about Facebook Live and how to integrate that into your business. And also Dolores, who's been on this podcast before, um, is going to come talk about how to get clarity in what you're doing and in your message so that you can speak better about it. And I will be talking about planning and my talk slash workshop will be super interactive so that you will actually leave with a plan for your next 90 days, which is a pretty good timing in May because that will get you through those summer months of really considering vacation versus work. So you're going to love it. It's so much fun if that sounds good to you and you're in the New England area. So at the end of every episode, we go through three doable changes from the episode that you could take and run with. So really focusing in on what your action items are from this episode. So Denise shared a lot of fabulous ones. I have picked three. Number one is take shortcuts in the kitchen. This could look like chopping and freezing onions so you have them ready when you need them, or as she shared, you can actually buy pre-chopped onions, which is something I actually never knew. So cool. You could look for basil, garlic, ginger, all those things that add great taste to our food, pre-chopped and frozen. I know that Trader Joe's has them in little ice cube trays. And I want you just to think, what other prep could you do in advance? How could you set yourself up for ease on another day, on another day that's not as easy as maybe today or tomorrow might be for you? 
These kinds of shortcuts lead to healthier meals because you're prepared to throw something together really quickly instead of making an unhealthy choice when your kids are feisty and you're hungry and ready to end your day. All right, so that's doable change number one, take shortcuts in the kitchen. Number two, make meal prep enjoyable. Create an enjoyable situation before you start cooking. This might look like turning on music, lighting a candle, pouring yourself a cup of tea. Just create the right mood. So often this ki the kitchen becomes this place of high stress for us, but it so doesn't have to be. And I have to say, my kitchen is pretty relaxing these days, but the one kitchen that I don't love more, that's not the right thing to say, but that relaxes me is Denise. She's got a great kitchen and she's got great music. All right, number three, plan movement. Denise says, first you have to make movement a priority in your head and you plan it. So getting movement in first thing in the morning is great. You can get it done before you get distracted or pulled in other directions, which I find is so, so true. In fact, the day before I'm recording this part of the episode, I literally didn't make it to yoga in the morning when I thought I did because I got pulled away to something at work and I had a sick kid at home. And then... I said, okay, I'll go in the evening after dinner. There was like an eight o'clock class. And by that time, my hubby's home and the kids are like pretty much getting into bed and I could kiss them and go off. And the timing didn't quite work out and I didn't make it. So morning, there's definitely something key to morning. So getting up early can be really tough for some people, but Denise suggests that when you exercise in the morning, you sleep really well which might make getting up easier. So I, that doesn't make sense. When you, when you exercise at all, you sleep better. So then you wake up in the morning better. So it's kind of like a cycle that you have to start at some point. Does that make sense? So three doable changes from Denise's episode. Again, take shortcuts in the kitchen, make meal prep enjoyable, and plan your movement. These are three great doable changes. If you want to access 101 other changes, you guys know where you can do that. You go to plansimplemeals.com slash 101 and you can download that list if you have not already. But what I find is if you pick one thing to experiment with each week, every Sunday, and you really play with it and you figure out how to fit it into your schedule, what needs to get done to get that thing completed, that you really end up focusing on your wellness in a way that maybe you haven't before. And at the end of the year, you have 52 new things that you've tried, many of which will have become habits. Does that make sense? So this is the last day uh, that I'm going for a minute, for a while at least, that I'm going to tell you about that download. So if you haven't downloaded, go get it now because next week I have a new fresh download that I am super excited to share with you. Have a great day, you guys, and I will see you guys on the next episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Plan Simple Podcast. If you loved what you heard, the biggest compliment you can give is to share the podcast with a friend. And if you really loved what you heard, if you want to go onto iTunes and subscribe, rate, and review, that really helps us get the best guests we can and improve the podcast so that we're serving up exactly what you want to hear. I will see you on the next episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. Bye for now.